What's up, everyone, and welcome down to Zetro's Toxic Vault. And we are very fortunate to live in the Bay Area because there's such a plethora of uh, great musicians from every scale to uh, from everything, from heavy metal to, you know, jazz to blues to everything. But we stay metal here in the vault. And uh, from the younger guys and the older guys, we've had some legends on here. And this guy, if he's not one yet, he's on his way. He's played with many, many heavy hitters since he's got into the business. His dad's probably the most heavy hitter that he's played with. Oh, yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> Uh, I'm talking about a guy played with him. He's done some stints, which we're, we're going to talk about with uh, Dragon Lord and Testament. But uh, he right now he's with uh, the the amazing metal band Trivium, and I'm talking about the Mr. Alex Bent. How are you? <laughs> I'm Mr. good, man. Alex Bent. How are you doing, Zach? Good, good to see that you're here. Glad to have you down yeah. in the vault. It's awesome. good to see you, man. It's you been know, a while. Great is, uh, well, I saw you at Slipknot when we we hooked up at Slipknot. Recently. Yeah, yeah, hung out yeah, for a little bit. Out, that was cool. That was. An, I love the backstage at the uh, Shoreline. Is so kind of people friendly and fan friendly it's that nice and spacey right there it's, yeah. it gives you a little area if you want to chill you can that's cool so hey how's everything going it's going great man yeah i i can't complain man i'm thankful i was uh asked to be a part of this this is awesome well i'm glad you could come in because we have some history which we will yeah get into but um you for being such a young guy and uh, 26 years old and your accomplishments are pretty stellar at that age and where you sit you know in your position in Trivium right now, I mean, Trivium is a very well-known band all throughout the world. I've done many festivals where I'm on the same festivals as Trivium, yeah. and and um, you guys are quite high up on the bill a lot of times, very much so. Good buzz on the band, a lot of your own fans, which is always good to have, you know, good to have, and we'll get into that, but um, I want you to tell everybody what it was like with your dad when you were growing up. Tell everybody where you grew up at and, and, and um, you know how you got into music and how you got into playing the drums. Definitely. Well, uh, thanks for the kind words, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm, I'm really thankful to be playing with Trivium and we're having a good time. And uh, yeah, everything's going good on that end. Um, as far as growing up, um, let's see. I was, uh, I was born in Oakland, California. Um, Moved to the Central Valley, uh, Modesto. So you when grew I was up eight. basically in Modesto. Yeah. In formidable yeah. years. Exactly. School, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, but we, we had family in the Bay Area, right. so we was constantly back and Well, forth, it's very, you know? I like to say, everything between the Central Valley and Santa Rosa's ancestral Bay Area. You're in the Bay Area if you're in that area because you're yeah. only an hour hour away if at the most from your family you know? yeah exactly yeah i mean even my my dad he still works out of the bay so right, exactly. you know, it's constantly you're in the bay forth. area exactly yeah so um yeah you know my dad he was always playing music playing gigs i would go to his gigs when i was younger and just always being around it you know he played uh, a lot of funk a lot of like r&b so now, you know. he did a metal phase, though, didn't he, in the 80s? Didn't he? He did. I mean, he kind of... Because when we were all coming up, didn't I? Didn't you tell me that before? I thought you said that he was... Uh, he had a metal phase. Not uh, not like us, though. Not yeah, like not, uh, not as deep not as Not heavy. Guys. I think more like hair metalish or, you know, like yeah, Night he, Ranger kind He was of always stuff. around it all. I mean, uh -huh. he, he was always... He was doing funk. He was around the metal guys. You know, he was around 
guys like Eric Peterson. Well, because he grew up in Alameda, right? Yeah, Alameda. And Alameda Oakland. spawned many people. All the guys like Brad Gillis from Night Ranger yeah. from Alameda, uh, 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 Jeff Thorpe from Vicious Rumors mm-hmm. from Alameda. You know, Eric, Derek, there, those guys from yeah. from Alameda. So Alameda had some really. Um, quality and you know memorable musicians that have played in some good stuff there so yeah. you know there at, at the time because your dad is by age in fact i think he's younger than me i'm not quite sure but uh yeah he's he's, he's uh 56 now no but he's a year older than me he's got me by a year so we're in oh, the same okay. pocket we're in the same yeah pocket. Same, same pocket. And, and same age group same growing up we we probably listen to the same hard rock growing yeah. up in the <laughs> 70s you know what i mean so definitely now when you were growing up in the house what types of stuff were you listening to? What was your dad listening to that influenced you that you goes, wow, because you you went like me. We went the hard rock route, the heavy yeah. metal route. That's not like, well, I'm getting paid to do this, so I'll play it. Yeah. It's, the, the, it's by choice to do the type of music that we yeah, play. absolutely. Well, yeah, I mean. Especially at my age now. Yeah, he was always playing music like Earth, Wind, and Fire and the Commodores, stuff like that. And, you know, I always thought that stuff was cool, but I didn't become passionate about music until I started kind of going down my own route, you know, um, watching some MTV, you know, looking at music videos. And I would always watch the drummers and be like, man, that's like so cool. My dad all my life was trying to hand me guitars and basses like, come on, son, you know, uh-huh. play an instrument. It's fun. And, you know, it wasn't until I was about 11 years old that I finally was like, man, you know, that drummer looks so cool in that music video. And I asked him one day, I said, hey, dad, you mind setting up the drums in the garage? And uh, he's like, yeah, no problem. And then just right away, it was like the moment I sat down and I started playing, I said to myself, I want to do this for the rest of my life. Awesome. And then, uh yeah, I you know I just kept on getting into heavier and heavier what stuff. Was, what was what was the first things that you were listening to that made you flip the switch to go? You know, this is really this type of music has really stuck a chord with me, and I really want to do this. What well, what what was it that you were listening to? Um, a lot of you know because you're 26, Slayer. So 11, <laughs> when you were 11, that was only. Not too long ago in my, and yeah, when you're in my yeah. years, that wasn't too long yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, so yeah. uh, Slipknot and Slayer, that type yeah, of stuff. Yeah, I mean, it, it just kept getting heavier and heavier. It, like, started off with, like, you know, pop punk stuff, Blink-182, right. Green Day or whatever. Sure. You know, that's that's what I what I could get at that time, you know, as far as, like, easy access to music. And then um, I just kept digging and digging, man. I wanted harder drums i wanted stuff that went faster and faster started getting into the thrash death metal and then you know just kept on going yeah because i i noticed like the first time that i seen you as we you know i, I was putting a band together hatred and i was you're very good friends with costa yep and um i noticed that your kicks on were just absolutely you know, fast as shit and on point and, and everything that you were doing, um, you know, drum wise. And, and I think that you were on, um, it, it was something for a contest. I think, uh, uh wasn't it for drum drummer? It was something like that in California you had to vote. Yeah, on. Yeah. That was the, uh, sick drummer, competition. sick drummer. That's yeah. right. Sick drummer competition. And which you won that that year, didn't you? I did. Yeah. And I and I seen that and that was from your video and I seen that and I'm like, first thing I said to Costa, I look at Costa and I go, how come this fucking kid is not in a fucking major band already? I go, I don't get it. Kind of like the same thing I said about Alex Skulnick when uh, or uh, you know when I met him before um, 
he was in Legacy. He was 15 years old when I saw him play. I'm like, how the fuck is this guy not in the main? And I kind of felt the same way when I saw you, and it was just kind of funny that um, uh, uh, it kind of ended up the same way if I was to look at his history now and what your history is probably going to be. It looks like you kind of oh, thanks, you guys are going down the same path, and you're a lot <laughs> Appreciate younger that. Yeah. than he is. But um, um, that was what caught my – is that your chops were very – mature and you really knew confident wise how to attack that drum set and and um as a musician you know i'm a singer but i'm around and i've been around the best guitar players and the best drummers in the world you know yeah. best bass players i've been fortunate enough through testament and exodus and dublin death patrol and, and tenant and guys even hail now that i'm doing with Phil Demmel and Chris Sadler and James Amenzo. I'm always around great musicians, and I know a good one or a great one, and I saw it, and I just couldn't believe that you hadn't been um, pulled up into a band. So, But what was your first band, Alex? What would Do you remember the first band that you got together in? Oh, man, the first, first band. I, I can't say I do. I mean, I was always just kind of jamming with random people, uh -huh. you know? Um, so like, was Hatred your first set band, kind of? Kind of, yeah. I mean, I definitely or archaic. Were you? Would you be considered? Well, archaic came after Hatred. Yeah, right, a so, little bit. So, so but, yeah. I think as far as like a, a metal band that you know was fully put together, yeah, Hatred was probably wow. Probably and you were out because that was what 2010, I believe. That was yeah, that was nine that was, years ago. That was a while ago. You were what? I think you were just 15 or 16. 15, yeah. When you gave yeah, me that call, exactly. and, and I'm thinking, <laughs> here I am. This, you know. Well, then I was 45. This 45-year-old man tried to get... I was talking to your dad about it. It was it was good, but I think, you know, well, you did... I mean, there was a song we had, Globicidal, mm -hmm. which Nick, you know, to this day, that's a killer for Nick to play. And <laughs> right. and just that kind of attack, it was like you, you totally had it. You totally had it, so... Yeah, no, I was just very fortunate to just be around, you know, really good musicians, you know, like I said, my, my dad and people around the Valley and the Bay and yourself. And you, you jammed know. with your dad. You played in a, uh, didn't you do like a cover band on Friday nights with him? Right. I was, I was playing with him pretty much right when I started learning how to play, you know, he just started pulling me into but you gigs. Did gigs, right. You yep. did actual mm -hmm. gigs with your dad. Yeah. And did that make you more comfortable in front? It did. Yeah. It just taught me a lot about dynamics uh -huh. and, you know, just flowing with, with other musicians really. Who are your influence? Who are the guys that when you started playing drums, you went, wow, I mean, I'm going to really follow this guy because his chop. I mean, are you a Bozio guy? You know what I mean? Are you, do you like, you like, you know, I'm T Terry Bozio is one of my favorite drummers yeah. on the planet. Yeah. Ter know? Terry Bozio, Dave Weckl, Dennis yeah. Chambers, um, Buddy Rich. Yeah, um, sure. Every, everyone from like the jazz guys, right. the, the funk guys to the metal guys, Dave Lombardo, uh -huh. of course, Gene Hoagland, Nicholas yeah. Barker. I mean, I could just go on and on. The list goes on, you know, um, and really just trying to steal a little bit from everybody, you know, um, get inspired by those different worlds. You know, I, f I feel like you can take a little bit of something from everybody, you know. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's a that's a great thing. And, and you know, like I try to tell people all the time. I'm still learning when I'm on stage. I may see something 
that somebody else does that I'm like, wow, I like that. I think I'm going to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'll incorporate that into something I do. So always be a student. You yeah. Know what I mean, never be feel that you know it all because you can always learn from so many other people. But now you're kind of just a straight, you know, metal guy and you're yeah. playing and, you know, doing metal and, and, uh, and um, are you doing any anything outside of that? Yeah, you know, I'm I'm still when I'm home, I'm doing casual gigs, you know, where I'm just laying pocket, you know, um, or or whatever, really. I mean, I'll get called for jazz stuff here and there. Um, I'm always just just gigging around town, you know. That's awesome. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about Juan Ortega and that relationship there, yeah. because I mean, Juan from us doing the you know the recording is. You know, he knew a drummer who Dragon Lord, and then from that, that led into a couple of gigs with Testament. Yeah. Is that how you got, a, you know, Trivium to pay attention to you? Is that what happened there? Or was What was the connect? Was there any connection with that? Because that's kind of interesting how that worked. Did you play with Eric? Because Eric, and yeah. talk about playing with Eric. Oh, Isn't man, Eric. Yeah, I mean, he's changed me as a player, man. He's he's one of the most talented musicians I've had the opportunity to work with. And yeah, I mean, it brought me his to ear, a whole nother level. Oh yeah. It's just his ear is yeah. impeccable. Yeah. And his attention to detail is, is stellar. That's what makes Testament what they are because yeah. it's very, you know, he knows his attack writing wise mm -hmm. and playing wise is is a certain way and it's it's very unique and very that's what drives it I mean, yeah chuck is very good at at you know you know they're they're all very good you know the band is alex is on his own mm -hmm. virtuoso you know and 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 stevie d and gene you know so to get to play with those guys yeah you know is is awesome talk about um recording the dragon lord stuff talk about eric and, and doing that yeah that was definitely uh one of the hardest records i've done just you know working with eric every drummer that's worked with him will say the same thing oh, you yeah. know it's like those details really get you and but it's good though you know it was a, oh in it the was end a, it's amazing yeah it was a learning experience you know like every time I'd work with him I felt like I was going to school like heavy metal academy or something how long know? were you did it actually take to do the tracks when you did for Dragon Lord yeah for Dragon Lord I want to say that was about three weeks to a month or something like that just because we were. It was like every single little fill. Everything, I was going to you know. say, because that's a lot for drum tracks. <laughs> it oh, is, yeah. It yeah. sure is. Well, the, the funny thing about it was that when we were like setting up the Poor time. Kid. Yeah, well, <laughs> we were we were setting up the studio time, and I was telling Eric, like, oh, yeah, like I know the songs. You know, I'll probably take me like a week at the most. Alex yeah, Bates. and yeah, then, right? yeah, I was oh. in for a surprise. Because, you know, yeah. working with him, it's like things could change on the spot. There could be a sure. vibe that starts to happen where – the entire thing is going to be switched around or, sure. you know, he, he knows exactly what he wants, which is a challenge for a drummer. You know, you're not just going in there and just going to freestyle. It's, uh, you want to make his vision come to life. And, uh, it was a great learning experience for me, you know? Did you do any shows with Dragon Lord? Did you guys do anything? No, we didn't do any shows. We did the record, and then Eric started getting you know busy with, with Testament, Testament again. Right, right. And um, that's how it kind of fell in place with me having the opportunity to play with them fill in for gene because uh you know everyone knows gene is always doing a million things yeah, at the same time and, yeah exactly yeah he so keeps himself busy yeah so they uh they started writing the new uh testament record and i just was around so eric would call me up and i'd help out with that brotherhood of the snake um and then 
when it came time for them to start doing some shows, there was a couple that they needed me for. So yeah, I know you I did was, heavy Montreal, I believe, with them, right? Was yeah, I did. Uh, I did heavy MTL. I did uh, Loud Park in Japan. Oh, Loud them. Park's a great one. Yeah, that was a great time. That's a great one. I've done that as yeah. well. And then cool. I and then I was able to play uh, Hawaii with them, which was a great experience. God, I've never even done Hawaii. Amazing. Yeah, man. it was. It was. It Honolulu, was fun, really? Yeah, a lot of because a lot of bands pass it over because it's a hard market to hit, but yeah. Uh, I know we want to go there and do that. That's so great. Yeah, man. So, um, yeah, it was a great experience. It was all it was all learning for me, and I, and I think it it brought me to an, another level as a player. You know, talked about the trivium thing. How did you get the audition there? What happened? What? How did that go through? Did they hear that you had played? Uh, with 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 testament or they hear you had done an album with with eric peterson did you have um, to send a uh, a video or a tape? yeah that was actually uh let me see to make a, a long story short no we like the long story believe <laughs> me <laughs> um yeah when trivium when they needed a drummer rather than holding you know big auditions or anything like that they went to a couple of friends that they trusted um, and those friends were uh, Mark Lewis, um, producer. I don't know if you've worked with him before. I've worked with Mark before. Um, yeah, Mark is great. And then uh, Sean Glass. You know Sean yeah, Glass, though, Sean. right? Yeah. So um, they both recommended me because, you know, I've toured with Sean. We get along great. He's watched me play. And then Mark Lewis, I did the uh, Battlecross record with him uh -huh. called Rise to Power. So they hit, you know. You did the Battlecross. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I, I just did Exodus just played a Slaughter Q in Atlanta. Oh, okay. With, uh, they were on it with Exhorter. Yeah. And uh, Cataclysm and Hatchet. And it was a fun day. We oh, had. Cool, I man. didn't know that you played with Battlecross. Yeah, I, I toured with them for, let's see, it was like a year or two. One yeah. of Metallica's favorite bands, those guys. Love, yeah. They love, yeah. They love Battlecross. They played that Orion Festival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, li they like Battlecross. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I did a, I did a record with them. And uh, yeah, Mark Lewis you know, recommended me and so did glass. So with multiple people saying my name and then kind of looking at what I had done with Testament and all, you know, the past stuff, they, uh, they said, Hey, you know, are you down to send in a couple videos? And I did. And then I got a call later that day and they said, Hey, we want to fly you out to Florida and just jam and hang out, you know, and just kind of see what the vibe Where are is they like. based out of Alex? Orlando. Or oh, it's Orlando. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I went down there, hung out, jammed, everything went great did a European tour. And then after that, it's, you know, it's like history from there. We just been rolling. And you do have a record under your belt with them as well. Yeah. Uh, we did a record called the sin in the sentence in 2017. Cool. Yeah. That is great. I'm so happy. Thanks for you on that. That's awesome. Um, talk about what you play. What, what are your, what, what gear are you playing? I mean, what, what kind of drum sets you're playing right now? What are your symbols? You know, talk about your guys. You, you can go ahead and plug your plug all your, talk about what you're playing right Definitely. now. Definitely. Yeah. I play uh, Tama drums, uh, Zildjian cymbals, Vic Firth drumsticks, and Axis pedals. Actually, still playing Axis still, pedals. Still, yeah. You've been playing them longer than anybody that I know. Yeah, man. And now uh, Nicholas plays Axis pedals now oh, because, cool, because of that. Everybody there, yeah. good, 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 quick quick action on that yeah definitely yeah so yeah and it's been good you know um those those companies they really take care of me and make sure that i have everything that i need so i'm really thankful for that you doing any type of clinics or anything like that no clinics um i've always wanted to but i'm just kind of waiting for it to to feel right you know i don't want to uh -huh. like try and rush into that world but it's something that i've Listen, always when thought you're a youngster it. too you know you're young a lot of people are like you know what's, what's this kid know yeah but then, exactly but then you yeah. sit behind the drum set and you'll just wait you know they'll wail <laughs> along it's just you know 
know, it's great to watch you play. Thank you. Um, you know, and I'm good friends with another good friend of yours, Mr. John Tempesta. Yeah, and yeah. We talk because uh, Johnny was in Exodus for mm-hmm. for years. I known I known him for a long time, and he speaks nothing but highly of you. Oh, now awesome. you, I'm sure you do the the Nam show every year, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I've been I've been going to the Nam show. But now you go to time. it and sit on the other side of the table, though, right? Yeah, you know, it's cool to kind of feel like I'm a part of something, you know, like right. Something. You're in a fraternity. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. exactly we were, how I, I try to tell everybody. Yeah, that. we were talking about that at the Doesn't Slipknot matter show. If you're, yeah. right, it's, <laughs> we're, when you're back there and you're hanging out, you know, you're you're in the same fraternity as Corey or right. Clown or the guys in Volbeat mm-hmm. or the guys in Gojira or the guys in Exodus or the guys in Obituary or the guys in whoever. You know, it's yeah. this kind of like thing, like. You may not see each other for a while, and then you'll see each other like on three festivals and catering for you know three weeks in a row. You know, yeah, absolutely. Man. Like we've been really good friends with, um, well, we've been around doing this for so long, forever. You know, any of the guys in Haybreed or even the guys in Dragon Force or anything like that. We'll see these guys and go like, "What's up? How are you?" And it's like seeing them again. It's like wow, and everybody. The camaraderie that everybody has with each other yeah. is is undeniable. Totally yeah. undeniable. Yeah, it's always great to like run into people that you haven't seen for a long time. Like, I mean, running into you at the Slipknot show, I think I hadn't seen you for couple years. A couple years, couple man. Years. Yeah. I haven't I mean honestly, I haven't even seen got to see you play with Trivium yet. Yeah. Hopefully maybe by next summer or something, Exodus and Trivium will be on the same uh festival or something. Oh yeah. Like that. that would be awesome, man. Definitely. But um, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, man, I'm just I'm really thankful to be doing this, you know, thankful to be playing with those guys. Those guys are awesome. You know, we all get along great and we vibe musically, you know. So, yeah, just being able to be around all these awesome musicians is a pleasure for me. Talk about those guys. Um, talk about going into a band and becoming a full part of a band that actually has some validity to it. Talk, talk about coming in with Matt and those guys. You know what? You know, I mean, because they, they seem to really know what they want direction wise and what's funny is i, I still consider them a younger band because yeah. i guess i i'm archaic you know what i mean and i've been around for so <laughs> right, long right. but i feel that uh i feel that you know they're probably one of the bands that like us in 30 years will still be probably carrying the torch mm-hmm. you know what i mean not because there's been so many bands you know that i've loved through you know the new millennium bands like um you know shadows fall and, and chimera that really didn't kind of make it that far you know what right, i mean? used to know right. if they'll reform some days again a lot of the members went to other bands mm-hmm. but uh but uh trivium kind of came out from that fire and they seem to still hold their 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 uh their fire really 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 well yeah and uh and they still have a great uh relationship with um uh their fans and um you know the band gets a lot of run very high on the bills on the all of the uh festivals you know and so um i i think that uh talk about what that makes you feel like you know knowing that you know i'm a part of something now that looks like it's got some validity for some while you know what i mean it, it it's it's uh it's it's got to be exciting at 26 years old you know to be like wow this band has already done so much in the last 10 years you know yeah and and, and just think what we're going to do in the next 10 you know what i mean and it, you know talk about how that feels you yeah know? i think that you nailed it uh they haven't lost the fire you know yeah. um they're still 
they're they're constantly thinking ahead of the game you know what's next well, and, right. and uh you know always listening to new music right. and uh yeah i mean they just they have the fire uh they're all really smart intelligent intelligent dudes so they're always just thinking about things in every aspect you know uh the business uh where music is headed you know where it was before and it's it's cool to be around that you know um i feel like i'm always just uh getting to learn a lot you know that's that's me i'm just talking about that here let's talk about this talk about the business now what's that like now alex because yeah now you you what you were when i had you you were just a player there was no business involved now it's you have to be able to balance both really yeah. well. You know, you got to be the player and be the musician and be the, you know, the the, the artist. Yeah. But you also have to be the businessman too, you yeah. know what I mean? I mean, so. I, I guess I just, I just feel like I'm a part of a big machine. You know, there's so many people involved, everything from management to, you know, you name it. Yeah, I mean, you know how it is, you know, with Exodus. Uh, it's, it's a lot more than just a couple people getting together and, you know, jam and metal you know that's yes. the fun part no, there's you know, a, but there's a there's a there's a um there's an agenda you yeah know what I mean? exactly there's an agenda there's yeah. a there's a reason why all five of us are here yeah well for for you guys for for us it's five of us yeah that are here and so um i think it's all you know like vision though you know it's like if everyone's on the same page and they have that vision then it, it kind of falls into place did you contribute to the last record even though you were pretty new in the band or were you were i mean i know you have your own style mm-hmm. and you do play your own way was there anything that you came up with that they were like yeah dude play it like that or was a lot of it well we because i mean gary holt writes drums for tom a lot of times tells oh, okay. him we need to play this you yeah know? This is what I hear on the back of this. Yeah. So was there any of that, or did you have freedom with that, Alex? Um, I did have a lot of freedom. Um, they pretty much had riffs and ideas, and we would just get together and just jam them out and just see where the direction went. And um, they they really pushed me to just kind of do my own thing, you know. Uh-huh. And I was I was open to any ideas that they had, you know. So uh-huh. it was cool. It was a really good a good thing because we were able to just bounce ideas off of each other and get the best result. They were like. Go crazy, man. Do your thing. Do the death That's metal awesome. stuff. Do Great. the crash stuff. So, you know, um, sometimes uh, they would write something to what I did or I would write something to really? what they did. Yeah. You know, like if, say, try a beat like this, try something tribal here or try this, and they would kind of build off of that. You know, it was just a it was a really good working relationship. So you you actually, when you, you were in the writing process as well for the last record, pretty much. Yeah. Um, they had, like I said, the riffs and the ideas, but... It came together from us just right. getting in there, well, and, right? That's you know, because yeah, exactly. there was there That's was the way to go. Man. Yeah, that there was some things that you know, um, the idea was, oh, this is going to be kind of like a, a a rock kind of radio song, and then that would become the extreme song, uh-huh. and then vice versa. You know, we had ideas that like, man, this is going to be so extreme and heavy, and then maybe. Uh, you know, Paolo, our bass player, would hear a melody and be like, well, wait a second, you know, what if we approach it this way? And then that song would end up being uh-huh. a radio one. So it's, well, that's what's good about being creative. Yeah, yeah. In there. Now, talk about the days when you were playing with Archaic. Um, are they still doing anything? Do they still? Yeah, do they yeah. They're they're out touring. Uh, right now, they're on tour with uh, Fallujah and Beyond Creation. Oh, great. Um, Fallujah's Bay Area band, right? Yeah, they are. They're based out of the Bay Area. Um, they're out on tour right now. They just came out with a new record, and, and it sounds amazing. Um, yeah, they're, they're doing good, man. Um, playing with them, 
again, another learning experience, you know. Do you think that was your first, like, because that was the first time you went on the road, really, you know what I mean? It kind of... Yeah, I mean, I did a... It showed you the worst the worst side of the road, didn't yeah, it, Al? Yeah, well, that... It showed you yeah, that. Archaic, uh, archaic. Do I really want to do this for a living? But, I mean, that's how people tour, man. That's how some people are. Yeah, well, I had played with you guys, and then um, Archaic had hit me up, and they said, hey, we got a, a really awesome opportunity to open for Cannibal Corpse. Right. It's going to be a U.S. tour. Um, we're just going to get in a van and just go for it and do it. And I have to say it was, you know, one of the funnest times of my life. You know, I mean, of course, you know, some parts could become a drag when, you know, it's your turn to drive and it's three in the morning and, you know, Lovely. all that good stuff. But I mean, it's yeah, like, I don't know about that. <laughs> you know, I never had to drive. Oh, oh that's they good. didn't want yeah. me driving. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, we just got in a van. We did cool. it and you know, had a good time. And I did a, a lot of tours after that where it was the same thing. You know, you get in a van, you go to from venue to venue, you play, you load all your own stuff. Um, That's just, kind of how it goes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you learn every time, you know, you, you learn what to do, what not to do. And it's, it's a constant evolution, I think. Now, we have a real good friend that works for you, but he also plays an obituary that we know very well. Ken. Kenny. Yeah. I love Kenny. <laughs> love he's, Kenny, he's man. He's the greatest. Oh, man. He's the greatest. He's he just the, constantly has me in tears He's laughing. hilarious. Yeah. He's so funny. I've, I don't know if you know the obituary guys that mm -hmm. well. Yeah, But yeah. if you get him and Trevor in a room, I mean, it's forget it. It's oh, great. Yeah. They're so funny. I, yeah, we love, yeah. we did some tours with them, and that's when, um, you know, I, I, I was doing something with obituary, and I didn't know that he worked for Trivium as well. And mm -hmm. was, we were talking about it, and I go, yeah, I, said, I love that kid. I'm all, do you know? And I told him, he's all, really? I didn't know that. And then he found him. But he's a good dude, man. Yeah, I love he's, he's great, man. And um, yeah, I think he's known Matt since Matt was like 13 or really? something like that. Yeah, I mean, they go they go way back. That's it's, heavy. It's funny how the That world's... Florida connection. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like us over here in the exactly. Bay Area. Yeah. Those guys are very like... Uh, the the cannibal corpse and mm -hmm. obituary and 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 morbid angel and death yeah. and any of those guys are all kind of incestual like we are out yeah. here yeah exactly man the bay it's so small everybody knows everybody you know I right mean, and you that's how you so you you know get your gigs a lot of times you know yeah. this guy and that guy and yeah you know, you know it, it just escalates yeah definitely it's you know every, it's all just about trying to trying to get along with everyone and be cool. And then if you, if you have a decent reputation, you know, it's like, you just never know when you might get that call for something like, Hey, hit up Alex for whatever, you know? And then it's like doors open, you know? Exactly. So, doors do yeah. doors definitely open, man. So, yeah. Well, Hey man, thank you for coming in. Keep, keep, keep doing this. Keep doing this. I'm sure Trivium's got some stuff doing in the future, so just keep going with that. And, I appreciate uh, it, man. Thank you so much any, for having me on. Anytime you can come in and uh, talk about some new stuff, we'll do a whole episode where we just talk about Costa yeah. or something like that, <laughs> yeah. how talented he is. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, let me know what you think of Trivium. I mean, you know, we've gotten a lot of the Bay Area thrash bands and a lot of the legendary bands in, but... These guys are on their own. Like I said, there's going to be certain bands that are going to carry the torch. I believe this is one of them, as I can see from your crowd responses and festivals and stuff and, 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 and just, you know, all the buzz on you guys. And obviously, Thank you, man. leave me comments and let me know what you think about Alec Bent's drumming and share this and um, remember to subscribe to the channel. Anyway, you guys leave me comments and subscribe to the channel. And uh, we can get you back when, say, maybe new record comes out. We can yeah, talk yeah. new whenever that happens. I'm always down to come hang out, man. This cool. is awesome. Nice. Hell yeah. Thanks for coming in. Good to Thank see you. you. We'll see I you guys it. real soon.